0: Hey, everybody, it's Maylee Thomas, and it's time for a Texas Homegrown Music, and boy, do I have a great show for you today. I've got the TMR27 Female Friday lineup for the Texas Homegrown Music stage. Yep, I've got all these girls on today to talk about their um, show that's coming up, Uh, share a song with you about it and just get you excited about our weekend in downtown McKinney, Texas for June 2nd and 3rd for our Texas Music Revolution 27. I've got Caitlin Tossick, Jesse Spradlin of the vintage Gel Sadie Lee, And I'm going to be playing music from Courtney Patton, Ellie Turner, and of course myself as well. I'll be closing out both nights on June 2nd and 3rd. The late show's right after the headliners on the main stage. So we hope you guys will be able to come and join us. And if you're going to just join us by way of podcast and radio, I'm going to continue to bring you some of their music. And I'll be starting out with my new friend, Caitlin Tossig. She is an actual ranch working girl out in Colorado, fourth generation, and she's a folk singer-songwriter, and so we'll we'll share some of her stories with you when we come back. First, I'm going to do a version of "Crazy's What I Need, one of my favorite songs that I wrote with my good friend John Christopher Davis about my marriage to my hubby of 33, 32 years we've been together, going on 33 years of playing music, and um, we just literally just recorded this song. A couple nights ago And I have, we haven't even mixed it But I just thought it was apropos to share it with you Along with all these other girls And I, I just wanted to play it for you today So I hope you enjoy it This is Crazy is What I Need um, A song that I've been doing for years But an acoustic version And when we come back We'll be with Caitlin Tostick Right here on Texas Homegrown Music My t- <laughs> TMR 27 female Please Friday lineup Let's just do the song <laughs>
1: Box of souvenirs, I found a photo hadn't seen in years. September 94, no idea what lay in store. A faded leaf and a Springsteen shirt, my hair went past my mini skirts. one night chasing love? We were high on life and so free of. It try Watch the sunrise over Arizona, catch the waves in California, jump a train from New York to Boston, take a stage down in Austin. For many things we used to say, we're heading down our own highway. Now remember how it used to be before life crashed down on you. you gotta jump without a
0: net <laughs> a lot of times <laughs>
2: George, that's a lot
0: of women, George. Well, hey, everybody. Here we are on Texas Homegrown Music. I've got a guest for you that's going to be at our Female Friday for Texas Music Revolution 27. Her name is Caitlin Tossig. She's with us all the way from Kremlin, Colorado. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much. After all of our technical difficulties, I'm glad to get on here.
0: Absolutely. And I am so excited to meet you. I, I certainly um, have heard about you through Josh Jones, the station owner, and... I am excited, and after reading a little bit about you and seeing what you do, well, this is—you're you're like a real working cowgirl, and you've written about it. You've got lots of great songs. I know you're going to share on the stage with us. But tell me about your life and how you got to where you are doing music um, after working—you know—hard on a ranch.
2: Yeah, well, I'm a fourth-generation cattle rancher. So um, we raised a commercial cow-calf operation, and um, I've been singing since I was a little kid and playing guitar since I was eight. And so it just, uh, I was at a ranch roping, and I, I played music there and met some musicians, and one thing led to another. So I've been playing cowboy poetry gatherings, so I'm more in the cowboy music genre so far in my career, and, um, and uh, I was playing at a guest ranch when I met Josh, so... Um, he, I was, I, I play weekly at that guest ranch. It's a beautiful ranch up here, um, in Kremling. And okay. so, yeah.
0: And Kremling is located where?
2: Kremling is in the North Central Mountains of Colorado. So we're between Steamboat Springs and Winter Park. So people often recognize the names of those towns because they're big scariest. areas.
0: Right. Oh, what a beautiful area to be in. Oh my gosh. I, I, I love that area and I'm certainly sure it's beautiful coming into the summer right now. I would imagine that that's actually my favorite time to go to Colorado, honestly.
2: It's so beautiful. So I had to come to this other ranch to use the internet because <laughs> we don't have internet and, and driving onto this property, there's Snow-capped peaks, and there were moose grazing along the side of the road, and we've been seeing a lot of bears coming out of hibernation. It's it's really a beautiful time of year here.
0: Oh gosh, well, you know, I I looked at the um at the songs that you've written. You write a lot about the you know your lifestyle. Uh, Tell me about it. What's a typical day for Caitlin?
2: Oh man, it completely depends on the time of year, um, because we do different things on the ranch uh, depending on what time of year it is. But this morning. Um, I got up and went and checked our head gate. So we flood irrigate our hay meadows. So we just have water on now. So make sure that there's no big trees in the headgate. Um, it's high water, the reservoirs are all spilling. So check on that and then, um, feed our heifers. We still have some cows calving. So we checked our heavies, the heavies are the pregnant cows. So we had a new calf this morning and, um, and then when I we, when we finish up here, I'll go home and irrigate on the hay meadows, and um, we'll probably do some riding later and sort some pears.
0: Wow. Well, you know, I, I saw a beautiful picture of you on a horse riding, and I would imagine that lifestyle is pretty serene and wonderful. I, well, I had it for a little while. We actually had a 50 acre ranch for about eight years. I raised our kids around horses and goats, and so and buffalo. And I I can tell you this. It's hard work. I mean, for me, and and I had a ranch hand that helped us with the property, but just throwing the hay for the horses and mucking the stalls and doing all the things that you do. But it was probably one of the most beautiful times of my life. And I, I just have to say... I admire you for making a life of it in and in, in a, it's a beautiful way to live out among nature like that. I just, I'm so jealous. I really am. Oh, well, thank I you. want to talk to about your music, Caitlin, and about where you're going with it. I know you're working on another record. I, I hope that uh, you'll send it to me as soon as you get it done so we can spin it on the station here and I can play it on my podcast. Um, what are you planning on doing for us on on Friday at uh, TMR? You're going to be coming out and playing an acoustic set for me.
2: Yes, so I'm a totally singer songwriter, and um, and you and I were talking. I, I tend to write a lot of ballads and uh, pretty um, pretty depressing stuff, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um it's definitely folky. Um, I have a northern sound, so I have a lot of folk influence, and um, so I'll be playing on the Friday stage at TMR. Um, some of my older music off of my first record, which is on Spotify and iTunes. And so a lot of that is um, ranch music. It's um, Western folk music uh, about ranch life and cowboy life. And then I'll be playing some of my new songs as well, which I've gotten in the studio and recorded, but it's still on the rough stage. So I'll have new music out later this year.
0: Yay! well, I definitely want you to send it to me so I can share it with our listening audience. Um, So you've got a song that uh, one of the upbeat songs that I really liked, and it's called Fence Fixing Girl. And, you know, knowing that you are such a busy ranch hand, I would imagine that it's just it's a song about some things that you actually do. Well, tell me, you said you had a cute little story about it. Would you share it with us?
2: Yes, definitely. So when everybody listens to Fence Fixing Girl, um, they should know that the, I wrote that song as a joke. So that started out as just we were up working. So we're in, we are in run our, our headquarters of our ranch is at 7,600 feet. So when we take cattle up to Summer Pasture um, at this particular place that we were leasing, they were crossing the Continental Divide to go to water every day. So we're running cattle at like 9,000, 9,500 feet. And so the fencing up there, you have these high mountain fences and they get knocked down in the winter by snowdrifts and elk. And so this ranch that we were uh, leasing at the time had not had cattle on it in like 10 years. So nobody had fixed the fences. So you'd be working along and the fence, you know, that had gotten knocked down by snowdrifts and then nobody picked it back up. Pretty soon there's grass growing over it and you have an underground fence in no time. So we were on a 12 hour fence fixing day. And when I say we, it was my mom and my sister and I, so um, the neighbors, yeah, we're an all women's operation. The neighbor calls, the neighbors call us the girl scout troop. So we're, we're fencing along having a bad time and those guys were working hard and I was singing and I just made up this little ditty. And so then, um, we were discussing that my record was a little bit melancholy and that maybe we needed to have a, a funnier, faster song. So we fleshed out Fence Fixin' Girl. My sister helped me write it. And um, it's totally a joke. And and the reason is, is that people love to glorify, like, the cattle work and the horseback stuff. But the truth about my ranch life is that I spend every day of six months of the year in a tractor. We do a lot of hard manual labor. It's not very romantic. So Fence Fixing Girl is about, like, the non-romantic jobs, you know, and saying, like, oh... You know, it, it's just a joke about, like, you know, you you might like to work cattle, but I love thick fence, which is not girl. true. <laughs> <laughs> fixing fence is not the, my favorite thing to do. So it's, I wrote it as a joke, and then we ended up putting it on the record as, like, a funny little bluegrass song.
3: I was born to be a
4: fence fixing girl. Fencing is the best job in the world even though I am a pretty one, my mama told me so. I was born to be a fence fixing girl. Oh, I just love building those H braces and pounding staples in is my idea of fun. But you really can't beat a working in the heat, sweating in the hot, hot sun. Cause I was born to be a fence fixing girl best job in the world and even though i am a pretty one my mama told me so i was born to be a fence fixing girl old cattle or ride your horse around but me no thanks I'll pass just give me a hammer and life couldn't be grander than pulling wire up out of the grass because I was born to be a fence fixing girl fencing is the best job in the world and even though I Told me so. I was born to be a fence fixing girl. On Friday night, I drive into town and I chase all those cowboys around be shy and I guess that must be why my husband is yet to be found cause I was born to be a fence fixing girl fencing is the best job in the world and even though I am a pretty one my mama told me so I was born to be a fence fixing girl I was born to be a fence fixing girl
0: was born to be a fence girl. Well, hey, everybody. It's Maylee. And, you know, I'm talking today with the girls from our female Friday of TMR 27. I've got Jesse Spradlin in the studio. Jesse, welcome to the show. Thank
5: you so much for having me. Yeah,
0: I am. I'm so thrilled, Jesse, because you know I'm a big fan of yours. You you and uh, Chris both. You played at the Christmas show this past December, and as soon as I knew I was going to do this uh, Female Friday, I had to have you. You guys have got a new song that you just dropped. It's really exciting for me to see this um, whole duet thing that you're doing, but I know he's going to let you be featured a lot that day just because I want so much of female voices at uh, Texas Music Revolution. But first I got to say kudos to the name. I love the name, The Vintage Yell. Thank you. How did you come up with that? It's just so cute and and different (laughs) and and awesome. Well, so
5: it's, Uh, kind of a cool story. I guess Chris and I really wanted to start something together, but we wanted a really, really cool name that spoke to how we really loved like older, soulful, bluesy music, but with kind of like an Americana, an Americana band, but with a real blues influence. And that's, I think how Chris and I connected was through like blues being the, the backbone of what we wanted to do. And, at some point, I we were going through names, and I was like, "I really like the name Vintage, but I don't know what else to pair with it." We talked about the Vintage Fox, the Vintage Red, the Vintage. Like we went through just all sorts of things, and Chris actually came up with the Vintage Yell. And nowadays, we just tell people kind of like, if you think of like an old like Otis Redding song or something like that, that's like. A vintage yell, and so we hope that that's kind of a vein that runs through all of the music well, that we I mean, So,
0: I I think you guys need to make some of those oldie goldies some of your own, maybe um, redo them in the, in your own way. But you know, uh, you've got such a great partner there. You know what a fan I am of Chris. I mean, not only is yeah. he a proficient guitar player, he's a producer, writer incredible singer and he's got so much energy and drive and i um i'm just real excited for you honey and i know that uh i know that what you bring to the table i mean you guys you're you've got to come out and see this girl because not only is she really talented but she is really great to look at so (laughs) seriously and um you know let's just call it like it is people like to look at pretty people and uh, you're definitely in the top top tier of that so I um well you're right you're right there I, with well, me well you okay? know I could be your grandmother <laughs> oh whatever my um my my excitement about um, Texas Music Revolution this year is that I have um I have several girls that are going to be playing that you know have just begun their career and and when I say that I mean I know that you've been doing this for a while and you're you're definitely a seasoned singer but you're kind of new to the scene in Americana for sure and I am I'm really pumped about the idea that that my stage is going to have these girls that I know years from now I'm going to say well I had them on my stage back when (laughs) (laughs) when now you know later on when I can't afford you I'm going to be able to say Uh, I had them back when but uh, so tell me what are you guys working on I know that um I know that you guys have been heavily, heavily getting together and putting together sets. You've been doing some shows out uh, pretty regular right now. Um, what are some things you guys are working Let's, on that we can look forward to?
5: Yeah. So, um, we're definitely working on recording and hopefully getting like a full length album, uh, ready. And Chris is a super talented producer as well as you right. know. So we're working on, we're working on that. And then we have a couple of shows lined up. We're having a big summer bash on June 11th at the, at the black box in Arlington kind of unofficially as like a launch party, just to be like, Hey, if you, you, a lot of people have heard Chris and a lot of people have heard me, but uh, you know, our different circles haven't necessarily heard us as the vintage young. So we're trying to just be like, Hey, this is a free event. All are welcome. Um, We'll have like a a cash bar there and everything. It's going to be a big party that, just to celebrate summer and music. We're going to have a cool opener. And um, so that's one of the things we're really excited about. We have a few other events coming up. We're booked at the Levitt Pavilion in September. We just played the Dallas Guitar Festival. Yeah, I
0: saw that, the the guitar show. That's awesome.
5: Yeah. And so we have a couple other festivals and things that are coming up. And and all of our shows are um, on bandsintown.com slash vintage yell. So. Super cool. So yeah, and um,
0: I know you guys are coming out as a duo on Friday, um, on our stage. And if you guys haven't got yes. your tickets, I know I keep mentioning it, but I'm I'm telling you, I think the VIPs either sold out or close to sold out so but definitely get your tickets wow. um, we've got music on our stage starting at 3 30 on friday all the way up until close to midnight we'll take a little break for the headliner but then we're coming back and uh and we've got um my band's going to be playing the late set on both nights and i would love if you're around if you're still around hang out come up and get up and sing on a song with me it's just really going to be our band playing and then we'll just kind of bring friends up for a little bit of a jam and just have a good time it's It's just, it's so exciting for George and I to be able to host this you know this festival in downtown mckinney and um we've been talking about it for for a while now this this is one of the longest running festivals in the country certainly for americana wow Um, 27 years if that if you can believe that that they've been having um this festival and we are turning our downtown mckinney into a fantastic festival with over 90 bands 20 stages in two days and I, um, I just hope it's not too, too hot. It seems like you know you never know in in June, in uh, Texas. Last year, June we had phenomenal weather i can remember it being in the 60s a few times so you never really know but no matter what we're going to be we're going to make it hot anyway just because it's going to be some great music (laughs) and i'm so so looking forward to it what um what's it been like i know you have so much support with your family i i love seeing that when you play how your family comes out and supports i i they've got to be so excited about this new venture (laughs)
5: yeah they're very excited um my my mom specifically she's like jesse i've been listening to your music my whole life but this is the best context that i have been experienced your music and i think that chris and i just kind of both bring something out in each other creatively and and musically um and we just get along as people also so i i really think our partnership has been really um great for the both of us. And it's been so much fun, which is what it's supposed to be, you know, so we've been having a really great time. And yeah, my family is super supportive and the loudest cheering section. Well,
0: cheering. that's always nice. You can have a built-in crowd no matter where you go. And <laughs>
5: <laughs> True. Yeah. People think I have a big fan base, but I really have lots of relatives. There you
0: go. So, um, well, so do you do, I know you have, you still have your solo career and I know that Chris also plays with our, you know, my good friend, John Christopher Davis. In fact, um, doing something with them this week. Uh, as well but how, what what are the things are you wanting to do, pursue besides the vintage yell Jesse are you still writing for yourself and wanting to do some solo stuff as well
5: I think that um, just the nature of being a songwriter I kind of can't help but keep writing music and it's it's not always um, I, I write a lot of different types of music that you know maybe I wouldn't even perform as an artist um, or maybe I wouldn't perform as the vintage yell so I'm, I'm always writing I just finished a song right before this. This interview. Um, but at project wise, I'm focusing on the Vintage Yell live performances. I, I really am kind of putting all my eggs in one basket in a way, but I'm sure I'll still do things just because I can't help but do it as a creative person and as a songwriter. Well, you know? Sure.
0: I mean, this is a project. We all love projects, don't we? And, um, and of course you'll get, as soon as you get an EP or a full out a record out, you'll be able to push that. And it's so nice that we're all back out again, being able to play live and have, um, you know, and, and have people actually present in our, in our midst. Cause, boy, we all went, we all got through COVID. And I just, I tell you, I was just jonesing to have people there. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not as good an artist in the studio as I am. And it live because I feed off the energy of the crowd so much. And so i right. I was really, really hurting, you know, trying to get yeah. back into it. And now it's just so fun again, to be able to do it. And, yeah. and what's really exciting is the people were so starved for it. There's so many live music venues popping up, especially in the DFW area and, and Fort Worth and, of course, all throughout Texas. Are you guys going on the road any at
5: all? We hope to. We have um, a, a gig in College Station. We're actually opening for um, Robert Earl King, I think. I believe who's who's going to be at the TMR. STMR. Yeah. Now I have no clue if he even knows who we are. That's okay for him. But but we we're opening for him at a show um, in October uh, in College Station, and then we do plan to kind of you know book things regionally um, and hopefully more than that as as it goes on. So, so
0: how um, will people reach you? Progress. I mean, I I'm, I know you. It, it's official that you are the Vintage Yell. So do you have um. Instagram and Facebook and um, and all of that, can you let people know? Because if you're listening right now and you like what you hear, tell your clubs, tell your neighbors, and I'm sure they'll do house concerts as well. We've done a lot of them ourselves, and it really is a lot of fun. Um, tell them how they can reach you, Jesse, in case they want to come and see you or have somebody in the area uh, reach out to you guys.
5: Absolutely. You can um, just search The Vintage Yell on any you know, social media platform. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and then of course bands in town is where all of our shows are listed. And if you want to book us, you can just email us at the at at gmail.com. So there you yeah. go.
0: Well, we're going to play that song that you guys just released, uh, not even what a month and a half ago, I think the end of March and it's um, called go down swinging. Give me a little background on it, baby.
5: Well, I actually came up with a, a guitar lick and the idea of if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging, just kind of like a tenacious, not going to give up um, post-COVID musician vibe. And I, I brought that to Chris. I, I remember I was I was literally shaking in my voice because I was so nervous to, to co-write with him for the first time. Um, and I think my face turned red and I was like, I came up with this little lick. I mean, it's probably stupid. It's probably nothing. I mean, like, you can just throw it away. Never mind. It's a bad idea. And he was like, (laughs) and and like all the insecurities. And Chris just is like, well, that could be cool. And then from that, from that was like a sigh of relief. And then we just kind of worked on it from there. So well, it's a
0: great song. It really does uh, make you feel good. And it does give you some empowerment. And you know how I am about that. I want everybody to feel like they can get through life. And, uh, you know, you we're going to have things that happen to us, but it's the tenacity that counts. And we got to keep on, keep on going. I think George loves, uh, there's a quote that was my, my husband's a big Rocky fan. And there's a quote that says, it's not how hard you get hit it's how hard you get hit and keep moving forward and so there you go the um jesse spradlin from the vintage yell um with her partner chris Responti, they're going to be playing on our stage on friday june the 2nd at texas music revolution on texas homegrown music stage right in front of the cadillac there on louisiana street i'm so excited honey i can't wait to have you there, guys there i know everybody's going to love you Maybe, and um i'm just i'm just thrilled that you guys are together doing this whole gig because i think it's going to be super cool so we're going to be right back so but we're going to play right now go down Swinging, the vintage shell thank you Jesse, for being on the show and i can't wait to see you in just a couple weeks i can't believe it thank you all right thank you so much we'll see you soon if i'm
3: going to go down going to go down
0: Well, hey, everybody, I'm so excited to have my guest Sadie Lee with me in the studio today. We are going to feature her for Female Friday at TMR27. If you don't have your tickets yet, you better get them because they're going fast. I'm not even sure if we have any VIP left, but Sadie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, um... I'm excited about this because I think this is going to be a big debut for you um, in our downtown McKinney area. I don't know that you've played down there before, have you?
6: Uh, no, ma'am, I have not.
0: And um, you just happen to, by way of L.A., you happen to be living in Anna, Texas, which is just a, a town just uh, north of us here in McKinney, and I am so excited to have you on our stage on female friday which by the way is the first year i've done it and i think i'm going to be doing it every year at tmr because i really want everybody to know that there's a lot of fantastic female texas artists out there and um i i gotta tell you as soon as i saw the lineup for our year for this year i said dudes we need more women on that list, so I'm going to bring them in on Friday and just start it off that way. And, uh, and you're the first band to kick it off. Are you guys excited? We're so excited. I literally cannot wait. So tell me about the band of guys that you have now.
6: Um, well, I have Jake. He's a drummer. Um, I have Holt, and he's the bassist. And then we're having Jarrett James stand in for guitar.
0: Yay. And I, um, you know, looking through your discography, I know that you've just started. So for all you listeners out there, this girl is just turned 16 last year and she's got so much going on for a 16 year old. She um, started out in film and has done some acting and been on, you know, uh, all kinds of uh, sets since she was four years old. But I think she kind of found her groove in music. And um, I I know, according to her dad, that's definitely her groove. And um, so she's gonna be she's gonna be featured as our new artist, new up and coming artist on our stage. That's the Texas Homegrown Music Stage right there on Louisiana in front of the Cadillac Pizza Pub. We've got a big stage set up, and it's going to be a lot of fun and excitement, and she's going to do some of her new music. Tell me about it. I know that you've got some writers that have been working with you. I think I read um, Chad Chad Roland and Jerry Glidewell. Is that right? Yes. And they wrote a couple songs for you. I know you released last year Radio and What Sadie Wants. Mm-hmm. Tell me about those songs, and are you going to be doing those on your set for Friday?
6: Um for sure I will be doing those on my set. Um yeah. Tell me what's so unique
0: about um about those songs. I know what Sadie wants obviously is unique to you. Um tell me about what it meant to you to have them write these songs and and to, how, what it meant for you to go in and record them and now to take them out on the road.
6: Well, these songs actually weren't originally written for me. They were written way before I'd even met Chad Roland and um
0: is that right? Well cuz I made with the with Sadie on there. I just thought it was written directly for you.
6: No, it was originally Sarah and then it was Riley, but he said you can change it to Sadie if you'd like cuz I love the song. Um I fell in love with it. He pitched it to me. Um, I think December 2021. And I was like I love this song so much like I just I need to record that cuz it just, um, it was resonating so well with me. So I definitely, I had to record that one.
0: So you kind of made it your own. I did. And, and especially, I think there's even a reference in there about L.A.
6: Yeah, there is. And I thought that was so weird because um, there's a reference about Laguna Beach. And I grew up going to Laguna Beach. That was the only beach we'd ever go to. And I was like, wow, the song was like made for me, but it literally was not.
0: Well, you've definitely made it yours. And then how about radio?
6: Same exact thing. It was written before me. Um, Yeah, and it just kind of, I can feel it because everything that I talk about in the song is kind of what I grew up doing. And what is that? Because I I thought
0: it was really kind of cute that um, your email has reference to, um, well, I'll just let you talk about that.
6: (laughs) Um. Well, it's about um my mom like listening to music and stuff like that, listening to a reba tune. I grew up listening to music, and it was all obviously coming from my parents um It's all sorts of different stuff. that's kind of how I got into music was from we're just a music listening family, you know um we wouldn't watch t v we would sit on the porch and watch listen to music, and I would. When we first moved to Texas, I remember driving around with my dad in the truck. We have an old um, 84 Chevy. And we would drive around in it and listen to music and just all sorts of stuff. And it kind of just, it really matched my life pretty well.
0: Well, so I thought it was kind of cute because I'm sure it's not a big deal, but you have reference to the Kung Fu cowgirl for your email. What is what is the, what is the Kung Fu all about, <laughs> kiddo?
6: Oh, man. Uh, my aunt made that for me when I was like three years old, and it was for acting and stuff, but I've just kept it. Uh, I was in mixed martial arts for...
0: That's what I was thinking. I thought, you know, there's got to be some reference to that.
6: Yeah, it was mixed martial arts, and I was doing horseback riding, and so that's where the whole kung fu cowgirl thing came about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How cute is that? Well, so tell me about this journey that you've made um, coming, you know, in into full circle from acting to music have you have you done any of the shows you know the uh, have you gone out and tried to do any of those little uh you know contest shows that they have
6: um for singing i've done a uh oh my gosh what is it called it's like where you all go like a talent show i've done a talent show before yeah. yes um that was local but it was pretty fun i enjoyed it
0: what 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 was that like for you? I mean, I I don't know. Do you get nervous when you play now, or have you gotten past all that? Or you or tell me tell me what it's like because I mean, sixteen is still young, and I know you've you I know I get it that you've been well versed on being on stage, but it is a little bit different when you're out there singing a song.
6: Yeah, um, when I'm with my band, I notice I don't really get nervous anymore. But it's so weird. We go do karaoke like down the street sometimes at the local pizza parlor. And I get so nervous. I'm, like, shaking. Like, I can't hold the microphone. Really? Yeah, I thought it was so weird. I just, I don't understand why it's that. And it's, I don't know, maybe I'm just so comfortable with my band that I just feel fine. and I'm not sure, but...
0: Well, I can definitely relate to that. Because I, you know, and I've been doing this for a really long time. I think the only times that I really get nervous is if I get thrown into a situation where I don't know... Um, anybody that's playing, and I'm not sure how it, how it's going to come about. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, we're it's like jumping off a cliff, and I'm just going to have to try to fly.
6: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And
0: maybe maybe that's what it is.
6: Maybe yeah.
0: You know the thing about karaoke though is, um, you 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 sometimes get to choose songs that you know and then sometimes your friends try to get you to do something that you don't really know and they just want to see you you know, sing a song that's one of their favorites um yeah you know, I don't I've, I've only done karaoke maybe two or three times in my life believe it or not but I do enjoy watching other people get up there and and kind of you know let it rip even if they can't sing I think it's really a lot of fun it's kind of like too. you're too young to remember this but there used to be a show called the gong show and people would get up and do a talent and then you'd have to decide whether or not they were good and if they weren't you'd hit a gong and they had to leave
5: oh
6: (laughs) that's funny
0: I think sometimes these karaoke bars could use that what do you think
6: (laughs) probably yep they should probably use that
0: (laughs) well um I know that uh, you've got this gig coming up with us at TMR do you have anything else coming up that I can talk about for our listeners
6: um you said this was releasing on sunday right yeah okay (laughs) so i I, you you
0: you you're you're playing somewhere this weekend before sunday night yeah
6: i'm playing on friday and saturday and then i'm singing the national anthem at a rodeo i think thursday friday saturday and sunday
0: oh wow of memorial weekend
6: um yeah this weekend
0: oh okay so tomorrow Thursday yes so for all these people that are listening yes this is this has been pre-recorded before the show on Sunday night and Wednesday night when it airs but I wanted to everybody to get to hear from you and meet this young girl that's going to be debuting her band and she's named Sadie Lee and that's S-A-D-I-E-L-E-E and I believe you can find it Sadie Lee Sadie Lee Music mm-hmm. um, she's got uh, I think what four songs out there I know that you've got radio what Sadie wants um, your your version of my future mm-hmm. and then um, you also have a song called forever that you did with a uh, kind of like a duet is that right someone that you um, a guy that you knew from years ago
6: it was a for a movie soundcheck
0: yes, okay There you go. Look at that. You've got so much going on already for such a young girl. And I know you've got a really bright future ahead of you. The one thing you have in your corner, you've got a lot of support from your family. I know that your dad is very involved in in helping you get um, everything that Sadie wants. I know that. (laughs) Um, And have you started uh, learning to play an instrument at all, or does that interest you?
6: Um, I've been doing piano here and there and some nights i get really into it and others i'm just kind of like eh, i'd rather just sing but piano for sure i'm not super horrible at it i can play a song and sing to it well so and that that also
0: will help you when you're writing you know you can sit there and kind of come up with melodies and lines and Mm. um i know that certainly helped me when i was uh young and your age i i had back then i had a little plastic organ that i'd sit in my room and play and, and kind of write songs on and uh And it was a lot of fun for me. Well, I am so proud to have you on our stage for Female Friday. And that's at TMR, Texas Music Revolution 27, right here. We're going to convert our beautiful downtown McKinney, Texas with 90 different bands on 20 stages and you'll be on one of the bigger stages right there on Louisiana in front of Cadillac Pizza Pub playing at 3 30 and so we are so excited to have you honey I can't wait to see you so for all you listeners out there get your tickets we know we're going to have a lot of fun it's going to be just another beautiful event right downtown and um, come on out and see Sadie Lee get a picture with her I know she'd really enjoy that and uh, that and and take a ride on the Texas Music Revolution train from Friday at 3.30 until midnight on Saturday the 3rd. We're going to be playing music every hour on different stages all across the city and i know you're going to want to be a part of it i can't wait to see you pumpkin we're going to go ahead and play one of these songs right now called what sadie wants i'm sure she's going to be playing it with her band and we'll see you guys at tmr um, 27 then i'll be right back in just a few minutes but right now we're going to hear sadie lee sing what sadie wants right here on texas homegrown music with yours truly maylee thomas Well, I hope you guys um, are looking forward to being with us at our stage right in front of Cadillac Pizza there on Friday, June the 2nd. We'll be starting off at 3.30 with little Sadie Lee, and uh, she's just 16 years young. I can't believe it, um, followed by uh, Caitlin Tossick and the Vintage Yell and... Oh my goodness, Ellie Turner will be there, and then Courtney Patton, of course, and then my band will be closing out the shows each night after our headliner on our main stage. And um I've got friends coming out to join me, which will be a lot of fun. I've even got a sax player coming out, my good friend John Christopher Davis, and lots of other artists that are going to step up and do a little jam with us. So you guys come on out and close those shows with us on June 2nd and 3rd. I'm really looking forward to this year's TMR. I'm going to close the show with Ellie Turner, you guys. She's such a sweet gal. I've had her on the show before. It's a song called One More Day. And I hope you guys make it a wonderful day. I want to say thank you so much again to my sponsors, of course, The Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law. Be sure and remember that, you know, your life is what you make it. You get out of it what you put into it. So love your life. Give peace, love, and kindness everywhere you go. And we'll be back next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music with maylie Thomas.
7: still i always will though i won't try to change your mind dust in the wind each day